entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders, that's you by the way, so you can inspire others. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My guest with me today is Henry Hutchinson. Hi, Henry. How are you, sir? Great, Marty. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, Henry wrote a really good book. The title is Dirty Little Secrets of Family Business. Enduring Success from One Generation to the Next. That's what we're going to talk about. Henry Hutchinson has 25 years of experience in business management and global family business consulting across a wide range of industries. And he is a veteran of a family business himself. Again, his book, shortened version, is Family Business, Ensuring Success from One Generation to the Next. So, Henry, again, welcome to the show I said in the introduction that you are a veteran of a family-owned business. Why don't we start there? Tell us about that. Well, I I, I like the word veteran because, you know, <laughs> being in a family business is almost like you're in a war. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> which I would say there's the good parts and the bad parts, but I think in a war there's just the bad parts. But, you know, that's if it were all easy, we wouldn't be talking today. But, you know, interestingly, um, I actually come from two family businesses. Mm-hmm. On my father's side, we had a company by the Hutchison side um, called Peerless Woolen Mills, and I'm not going to go through the details, but um, in a nutshell, I mean, our goal is to preserve the wealth and maintain the harmony when we work with family businesses, and the point of the book is when you read it um, to, I mean, everybody's every family business has one goal, whether they know it or not. We don't preserve the wealth. We want to make sure the business is running well. We don't want to squander that. But we also want to have family harmony at the same time. You don't want one or the other. So on my father's side, I will say that they focused more on the wealth uh, side, but the harmony got fractured. But on my mother's side, um, my grandfather was Owen Mills. It was the largest photography studio company in the country um, at one point in time um, until the industry collapsed, basically, because we all have you know cameras on our cell phones now. But um, – they kind of did the opposite. They kind of rode that, rode the industry down, thinking there's a way that way they can figure out a way to make this work. When actually, you know, the the, the cheese got moved. Uh, yeah. Referencing the other book, but the family harmony stayed together. But through both of these things, um, you know, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad and a lot of ugly. And I've seen all of this from both of my family's businesses. Um, and the reason I do what I do is to try to help people through that stuff because I've got one instance where it didn't work and I got another one where it did work. And so I see how it can work and it can be done. 
you know. So, folks that need help, there's there's help out there, and you, yes, you too can do this. So, wow, what a depth of experience to uh, have your business and uh, tell us your website right now. I want people, I want to repeat it so people can uh, follow up on it. What is your website? Sure, it's uh, it's real easy. It's Family Business USA. We're we work all over the country. We haven't done any international stuff. Maybe I'll have to change the name if that happens. But uh, I've actually got a client in Kotzebue, Alaska right now. Wow. So that is the furthest, pretty much the furthest northwest point of our country uh, outside of the Bering Strait. It's further north of the Bering Straits. But yeah, we're all over the country. So USA, United States of America, FamilyBusinessUSA.com. So that's us. So my guest is Henry Hutchinson. His last name is spelled H-U-T-C-H-E-S-O-N. I'll repeat that as we go through the show. And we've given you his website, so you want to check it out if you have anything to do with a family business. So the dirty little secrets of family business. There had to be a reason why you wrote this book. What's Why do we need this book, man? You know, it's, you know, nobody gets rich off selling a book. Um, I take that back. James Michener and, you know, apparently uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama's got 10 million copies, so she's probably making a pretty penny. She probably does um, okay, yeah. But this is, a, this is a real niche thing. I mean, this book isn't for everybody. If you're not if you're not in a family business or I will tell you if you're in a business with a group of partners with whom you feel you are kind of emotionally relationship connected, I've run into that a lot. Law firms, accounting firms, architectural firms where, you know, two guys and a woman all founded this thing and they got this great relationship and, you know, they want to make sure they maintain the relationship. But the point of the book is this, um, it, and it just basically feeds right off of what I just mentioned. There are, um, you know, basic blocking and tackling things that people need to know when they're in a family business that they need to be aware of the landmines. Here are the landmines, and they need to be aware of you know different ways that you can negotiate them. And here are the right, here are the wrong ways, and here are some of the right ways. So the book is chock full of actual examples of family businesses that went through these issues. Some that didn't go well, and and, and obviously some that did. So the point of the book is, and I. <clears throat> Literally last week, got a call from a potential client. They've got all these problems going on and so on and so forth. And I said, look, you're really not as bad off as you think you are. Um, and I suggest you go buy my book. Go buy five books, $20 each. It's $100. Make everybody read it and all get in the room and say, all right, let's talk about the book. And I think if they had three meetings just kind of using the book as a platform of, hey, here are the issues. And gosh, we've got those issues. And here's – Here's some of the ways they solved that. And here's some of the things that they did and so on and so forth. Let's do some of that stuff. And, you know, you can solve your own problem. Now, if you need more, I said, look, and if you need more help, call me and we can talk some more. But the book is really to help those for those family businesses out there that need to get a leg up and get some understanding. Now, what I will tell you in particular is that there are other family business books out there. And they are, for the most part, written by academic PhD people who have these theories of family business um, and academic <laughs> theories and so on and so forth, which are just way over the heads of, you know, somebody who's running a widget business, yep. you know, just running a regular business. You're making, you know, your sales are five, 10, 20, 50, a hundred million, 200 million. Um, 
this is actual practical stuff that you can employ today. Yeah. This is not the theory of family business. This is the practical book. And so that's why I kind of came up with the dirty little secrets is I'm trying to give you the real stuff to say, here's the stuff you need to use. So that's the point. I, I love the uh, suggestion. Just buy the book, buy a few copies and and uh, share it with your team or share it with your family. And there's two words that keep coming into my brain uh, throughout the book and even when you're speaking. The two words are uh, communication and thanksgiving. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you know what I'm talking about. So, hey, hey, folks who are listening, just keep that, those two words in your brain as we continue our dialogue. Communication and thanksgiving. So uh, we'll, we'll get to those. Right, Henry? We'll get to those. I like that, Marty. That's good. <laughs> so... What are the, you, know, you started to go down this road, but talk to me more about the recurring themes or issues that you kind of see repeated in these family-owned businesses that maybe limit their ability to move the business to the next generation. Are there recurring themes or, or issues that you continually see? Uh, well, there are. I mean, you know, each, um, there's, a, there's a lot of commonality, right? Um, however, each family and family business is unique to that family and that business, right? You could take the exact same family businesses, maybe in the exact same industry, but, and you could line up the family almost identical to relationships and so on and so forth. But the issues and the dynamics that are going on in the history and where people want to go, I mean, a lot of it's wrapped up to where does each individual want to go and do they, how do they want to do this together with everybody else, right? So everybody's in a different stage of life. So they're all, they're all unique, but I'm going to, I'm going to take you back to the beginning so I do a lot of presenting around the country to various groups, and I'm invariably asked, you know, what's the one piece of advice you're going to give me? And it's like, well, there is no one piece of advice. You know, it's too complex. But nonetheless, if I were forced to say, what's the one piece of advice I'd give you? It's predicated on the understanding that most family businesses fail to go from one generation to the next. About two-thirds fail. Um, going from one to two, two to three, three to four. So most fail. So the odds are against you. But those that make it are the ones that realize that it is complex. We're a family business. It is complex, and we need to put forth some effort. The ones that fail, and it's not always this way, but a lot of them are sitting here thinking, hey, I, you know, this is going well. I got my kids, and it's just going to happen. It's just going to magically transition from one generation to the next. It's not. Mm. It's not easy for anybody. So my point is you have to put forth some effort. You got to realize your family business. You got to realize there's complexity here. You know, you're in business, which is hard, and you're doing it with your family, which is also hard. You're mixing the two together. It's hard. So put forth some effort. Pick up a magazine. Have a discussion. Read a book. Talk to people about it. You know, realize it's hard and go do something about it. So that's kind of the number one piece. Yeah. But the number two piece you've already mentioned is that, as I alluded to earlier when I talked about this potential uh, family business client, uh, I said, once you read the book, go get in room. So the other thing I do when I'm presenting to people is at one point I will say I want everybody to pull out – I told everybody to silence their phone. Everybody's supposed to silence their phone. You need to pull your phone out, and I want you to take it out of airplane mode. Now I want you to go to your calendar and now I want you to set a meeting every quarter, repeating every quarter that says family business meeting for one hour and have it repeat 
forever. Forever. And I want you to have a family business meeting where the only where you get all of the people that are working together as a family in the room. And hey, if you need to add or add or subtract some people because of whatever the reasons are, that's fine. But once every ninety days, sit down for one hour and say, "Hey, we're a family business. It's tricky." What are some of the things that we need to talk about in order to make sure that we're running the business well and we're all doing it in a harmonious manner? We're yeah. able to have Thanksgiving together. Yes. So, um, so I don't know what you're going to talk about. Well, I mean, I do know what you're going to talk about. I mean, I yeah. help people start these things. But once you do this for you know one quarter, two quarter, three quarter, you get to your fifth and sixth and seventh meeting. Now it's not a matter of what are we going to talk about. It's Hey, we got stuff on the agenda that we've already discussed before, and we're going to get together and we're going to dig into some of these things, you know, to make sure that the business is running well and the family is doing well. And it's not about the business and it's not about, thank, you know, organizing a vacation. It's about let's just check in to make sure we're doing OK. And if we're not, now yeah. we're in a room and we can talk about that. Yep. So I'm going to pause I, there. I'm taking up too much time here. Yeah, no, I know. I like the practical um, tips, if you will, the stories that you tell and and I don't think you say it exactly this way, but there, and, and you really addressed this well, the idea, I'm going to put it in my words, the business is all about profit slash wealth, I guess. Family is all about relationships. And so, so the communication that you're describing is critically important on both ends. Uh, having been in a family-owned business that uh, Thanksgiving became non-existent <laughs> for, for me, I really empathized. And so I understand that. And, and you do a good job of, of uh, putting the two of those together and, and interweaving them and how important it is. So congratulations. Again, my guest is Henry Hutchinson. Hutchison, I'm saying his name right, I believe. Right, Henry? You are. I am. Yeah. His book is Dirty Little Secrets of Family Business. And here the subtitle is very important, folks. Ensuring success from one generation to the next. That's what we're really talking about here. So let's talk about... Uh, Maybe the challenges, or we'll say with the current ownership, which usually uh, mom and dad or something like that, uh, family members, what are some of the challenges that we often see with mom and dad or the current ownership? Um, sure. I mean, just to put it in a framework for everybody, the Henry Hutchison Family Business USA theory of how do you get from one generation to the next? And obviously there's a lot here, but I contend that there's three gates that you must go through. And if you don't get through these gates, you probably not going to make it. So number one is that the next is the next generation sufficiently interested and capable, or do they have the potential to be sufficiently interested and capable? Mm -hmm. The second piece is, is the current generation going to be able to do what they need to do to make this whole thing happen? And I'll come back to that. And then the third piece is, okay, if you got those two things fixed, now the big question is, can the next generation all get along well enough with each other to run the business well? Mm -hmm. But there's a, I will tell you that I was presenting to a YPO and it was an advanced YPO. They weren't a YPO group. They were, you know, they were all in their 50s, 60s, maybe 70s. I mean, they were older group, but they'd been together for a while. Um, and this was uh, in Charlotte with um, the fam Belk Department Stores, which is a large department store in the southeast, and a group of folks, uh, you know, prestigious family business owners. And at the end of my presentation, I'd saved the slide for last. I said, you know, and the current generation is a problem and so on and so forth. And the guy stood up <laughs> and said, buddy, 
you got your whole presentation backwards. You need to start with that slide because that's the problem. <laughs> Obviously, that was the problem with his family business, mm-hmm. but um, and it was. Eventually, they had to sell the business because they couldn't get dad on board and transitioning the business. Yeah. And But the point is this. Let me get to the point. So here's a guy or a woman who has maybe started a business or, you know, got the business from his parents. And you d- you've done this thing your whole life. You've grown up with this family business. Um, if you're second generation or you started this family business and you've done this thing your whole life and you are running this thing, you are the owner, you are the president. Everybody knows you as the owner. They know you as the president. You got a whole bunch of people working for you. You go to the industry trade shows. You know your suppliers. You know your customers. You are the god of your company. <laughs> You're a really important person. And it feels good. You know, I mean, it's a lot of work. Don't mm. get me wrong. I mean, when the phone call rings, when the phone rings at two in the morning, you're the guy. You know, the pipe broke or whatever it is. I mean, it's your company. You got to fix it. But to ask somebody to give that up, um, there's multiple aspects to this, but there's a large psychological aspect to this yep. thing. Amen. Every- Everybody has to retire sometime. Everybody's going to slow down in some way, shape, or form. Now, if you're working for a large corporation, it's really kind of a – typically, it's like it's been great. December 31st, we're going to give you a gold watch and have a big party. And then on January 1st, you don't know what you're going to do with yourself, right? So it's pretty cut and dried many times. This is the kind of thing where you need to transition it over and you need to slowly back out and hand that responsibility over. Point being is that – if I'm going to hand this business over to my kids, um, I'm going to need to make sure that they can run this thing just as well as I can. Now, they're going to do it differently, which is a problem that you need to understand. Right. Um, but number two is that the only way you're going to know if they can run it is if you're actually not doing it at all. You need them to be <laughs> right. doing it, right? right? Now I know that you're riding the bike and I'm not holding on to the bike. You're driving the car and I'm not holding on to the wheel. And now if you want to get back into the car and get back into the business in some aspect, you can because you know it can go without you. So there's a large psychological issue to saying I'm going to unplug myself from this ba- from my baby. Right. The business is one of their children. Yep. And so many times they make up excuses left, right, and center to say, hey, they're not ready or every reason under the sun to say, no, I need to keep doing this when in reality, if you want to make sure it's going to transition – you got to get out of the way and make sure they can run it because if they can't, you got to go to plan B. Okay, well let's let's go maybe you were going to plan B. So to equal time, so give advice, counsel to that next generation. So how do they earn their stripes? What can they do? Talk to me about that. Uh well, you know, I'm going to say, obviously, one of the ways that people go wrong is, hey, my kid's really bright and motivated. I want him to take this thing over. I want him or her to have everything I didn't have in life. And so come in here and be the vice president and run this place. You know, uh, I'm going to pay you a bunch of money and come be the vice president and I'll show you the ropes. That is the absolute wrong way to do it. You need to start them at the very bottom. You need to Bring them in with summer jobs and, you know, off-season stuff. No pressure. Let's see if you're interested. Let's see if you have some inclination for this. Uh, We'll assess you. I mean, maybe this isn't your thing from my perspective. Maybe you think it is. Maybe I don't think you are. Um, But, you know, hopefully they'll grab hold and they'll be good at it. But no pressure. Just kind of, you know, have a job. Get paid minimum wage. Do your thing. Once you finish your schooling, whether it's high school or college or master, whatever it may be, you need to actually not go into the family business. I'm going to repeat that. Once you finish your schooling, do not go into your family's business. Amen. Amen. You need to go somewhere else 
and go work somewhere else, preferably in another city. And uh, it would be nice if it were some related business. I'm going to repeat that. It would be nice, but it is not necessary at all because the whole point is for you to go find yourself. Who are you? What are you interested in? What are you good at out in the world? Go out in the big, bad world. Go get an apartment with some roommates. Get a job and live your life on your own, on your own merits. Yes. Do that for two years. And then if you want to have a conversation with your parents about coming back into the business, have the conversation. Excellent. But but they come in at the ground floor just like any other employee and earn their stripes up up the up the chain. Excellent. So my guess is Henry Hutchinson. His book is Dirty Little Secrets of Family Business, ensuring success from one generation to the next. We need to start to wrap up, but I found it interesting. I think it was on page 116, I think, or thereabouts, or, th- or 216, wherever it was. You offer a reading list. It's page 116, a reading list. I found that very fascinating because until I got there, I said to myself, uh, he should be recommending seven habits of highly effective people. Then on page 116, I see on the recommended reading list, seven habits of highly effective people and a few other books. Why is reading and learning so important for everybody, but especially for this next generation coming up? You know, um, and I'll try to say this quickly. When you start a family business, when you start a business, you're just starting a business, right? Hey, I'm I'm I'm, un- I'm unemployed, or I see an opportunity. I don't know if it's going to work. I do my magic with a luck, hard work, and smarts. It works, right? Then the next generation comes in. Well, how do they know what to do? Well, just do what I do, right? Just do what I do. And so the next generation, when you ask them, said, "How do you know what to do?" Well, we just do what Dad did. We just do what Mom did. Right. They don't really know why. They just keep repeating. When you get to the third generation, that doesn't really work. So in a family business, many times they don't really know why what they do works. They need to actually they've got the practical piece down. When you get to the next generation, you got to back up and start learning. Hey, here's how financial state you got to learn business. Right. Right. You got to learn business. And the books that I've chosen to refer people to. Um, obviously go into that, but it's specific, they're specifically designated for education that family business people kind of need to know that they probably missed along the way. Yep. Um, and one of the great ones I think is the Steve Jobs book. Yep. Yep. You yep. read that book and it will tell you the wrong way to do it, believe it or not. Yep. So and you got to read the book to understand what I mean, but yeah. it's a thick book, but it's the fastest book you'll ever read. And you will walk away from that saying, wow. I know the right way and the wrong way to do certain things. Henry, I love the topic. We could go on for hours, but we need to wrap up. Again, my uh, my guest is Henry Hutchinson, H-U-T-C-H-E-S-O-N. His great book for family businesses, The Dirty Little Secrets of Family Business, Ensuring Success from One Generation to the Next. Tell us your website and tell us about the assessment that you have available. Sure. Um, Marty, we're at uh, Family Business USA. Um we're domestically based. We work all over the country. And we just came out with a really cool family business tool called the Family Business Assessment, FBA. Um, so if you go to the website, familybusinessusa.com slash FBA, uh, there is a family business assessment in there where you plug in some information about your family business. It's all confidential. We don't ask you who, your, who the name of your family business or anything like that. It's all anonymous. And we will give you an assessment of uh, where we think you are um, 
from a family business perspective, obviously you want to have all the information. Um, but uh, we're getting a great response out of it, and uh, obviously we must be helping people with it. And um, I'm you know sure. they're getting educated, they're putting forth some effort, and they're getting some education. So that's good. They're thinking about it. So that's so, great. So if you have a family business, I don't even care if you're thinking. If you're not even thinking about it, start thinking about it now. I don't care how old you are, you're going to exit that business at some point. Right, Henry? We are going to die. We are going to get sick. Things are going to happen. Buy this book. Start the communication now. Is that okay to say that? Absolutely. The one thing I tell my the current generation is the one thing we know about life, nobody gets out alive. Yeah. So So get the book. The yeah. earlier you start, the better. The be- earlier you start, the that, better. Try to avoid that two-thirds failure rate. Dirty Little Secrets of Family Business. The author is Henry Hutchison. Henry, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builder Show. Thanks, Marty. This yeah. is great. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show, but stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash csr